0: So dear brothers and sisters we have a a mixed community here and on a regular basis a weekly basis we watch movies and last year there was a particularly organized uh, cohort of women uh, ladies here who would arrange to have certain romantic movies put on and uh, the the lads like who then came in unprepared were blindsided by this united attack of, of the ladies and were forced um constrained uh to watch pride and prejudice <laughs> and numerous other movies of that caliber it wasn't easy it wasn't an easy year um that along with covid i mean sorry i shouldn't anyway <laughs> but, but, but okay so the, the, it seems there is this <clears throat> propensity uh in and certain people who shall remain nameless to watch, you know, romantic movies. Every, everyone seems to like... Well, not everyone. Lot, many people, especially half of... More or less half the population, very much seem to like certain romantic movies, okay? So it's kind of a common enough theme. Even certain, like, some of the most famous plays, some of the most famous uh, blockbuster movies are that kind of theme of of unrequited love and that then becomes corresponded to love and you've got your Titanic with um what's his name jack down shoveling coal and you're one up above dining and all that and then they meet and voila they fall in love for like what two minutes or something then she pushes him off an a iceberg <laughs> so that's what you get and um or like romeo and juliet all these things everyone loves a good love story you know there's something that kind of it kind of it's it, 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 it corresponds somehow to a, a desire that everyone has and that is the desire to, to love and the desire to be loved. I think everyone has that. You know, we, we want to, I think we, we do want to love someone. We want this kind of love to go somewhere. We want to be able to, to love someone. And it's also very nice to be able to receive love, to receive affirmation, to receive uh, the, the gift of, of another person, if you will. So These kind of romantic stories—they're they're, they're part and parcel of, of our history and of our, of our media and music and everything. Okay, it's all over the place. This idea of, of a love story. What we don't often see is the connection between a love story and God's love for us. That step—that step can be kind of uh, difficult to, to comprehend. And admittedly. It's not as easy as Jack loves Jill. So they, you know, Jack then eventually gets down on one knee with a bit of a tremble and says, Jill, any chance, uh, you know, would you like to be buried with my people? And she says, of course I would. And then the man and wife all go, well, after the wedding ceremony. Uh, So that's easy enough to comprehend. okay? but God loving us. As. His bride. His bride, the church. That's that's not the easiest thing to get your head around. So I want to do two things tonight, tonight, if we may. One, we're not actually trying to go. We're not actually going to try and get our head around it, and simply just accept it for what it is. I think try to understand it. It's like trying to understand any loving relationship. Like why do they love each other, or how do they love it? Like it, it, as soon as you try to kind of break it down or m- quantify it, it all just becomes a bit ridiculous if you try to scientifically analyse it. So we're not going to try. Scripture reveals to us that, that God loves us as, his, as, a, as a husband would love his bride and has offered himself, sacrificed himself for her, i.e. for us. So all of the Gospels, and Luke then also wrote the Acts of the Apostles, so like the, 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 the very tangible ministry of the Apostles in that very, very early church, it's all ultimately and fundamentally a love story. It's, it's, it's what it is. Like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that whoever believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. That's, that's it. So God sends his son. His son then, if you will, <clears throat> offers himself, sacrifices himself, proves his love, his undying love for humanity. Why? So that they might be together for all eternity in heaven, that us, humanity, can be with him. For, for all eternity in heaven <clears throat> and the price, and it's, this is often something we see in in these love movies um, the the obviously the the story can't be straightforward or it's fairly boring and predictable. so there's, there's normally a point where that the lover has to go through rejection, thorns, gunfire. Uh, a bath full of snakes, whatever it might be, in order to get to his beloved, and that's what. Then that's the, that's a bit when we well, when the fellows are watching, you know what I mean, and he's like he's, as he's diving through landmines and dodging bullets, and uh, like you know, the fellows are like watching on oh, a fair play, fair play. To most the girls are like, oh my goodness, that's so so. See how much he loves her. <laughs> um, and, but like it's somehow kind of we we kind of get that too, just we don't say it. Like, uh, but we get that that that. There's something admirable about him sacrificing himself for love of his beloved. Again, it's just like something admirable about him sacrificing himself for love of his beloved. And then you look at the cross. Jesus, who sacrifices himself for love of his beloved. It's a love story. Our faith, ultimately, is a love story. And it's what St. Luke and all the evangelists, and indeed all all, all the, the authors... Of, Saint, of sacred scripture. <coughs> That's ultimately what they were telling us. <coughs> in different ways and also through maybe historical events, or we, show, we see God's faithfulness, God's fidelity, God's love, God's mercy. Ultimately, it's just this great big epic love story. And the interesting part of it is that we're not spectators in this love story. We're on the set. We're, we're part of this love story. Because we don't just kind of sit back and watch how God loves others and how God redeems others and how the Lord's you know, the grace and the Lord's pierced heart then flows out upon other people in order to get them to heaven. But we're, we're intimately involved in this story. Ultimately, it's, it's our story. It's my story. For God so loved me that he gave his only son. So that if I believe in him, I might not perish, but I might have eternal life. I might be with him for all eternity. Ultimately, this is my story. We're part of this great epic story of God creating everything perfect. Sin entering the world and everything going pear-shaped or apple-shaped or whatever the fruit was. Everything going wrong. And then the Lord intervening in history in order to bring everything back. By taking upon himself our sin, our blame, our, 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 our fault loading it on himself and purifying it in this cauldron of love and bridging that gap from where we are in, in, in brokenness and sinfulness to where he wants us to be in heaven that's that's the story and it's 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 epic that is the good news so gospel the word gospel means good news he's saying luke <coughs> wrote one of the gospels one of the accounts of the good news and why is the good news that now this, this problem of sin is now resolved. The problem of death is now resolved. Even the problem of suffering. Why do people suffer? Even that in some way is given an answer. Suffering on its own is bad. But suffering offered out of love. That's different. That's different. So even our suffering then united to his. Can in some way share in his mission of redemption. As St. Paul says. The, in his letter to the Colossians I complete in my body that which is lacking in the sufferings of Christ for the sake of his church so I, I unite my sufferings to Christ's sufferings for the sake of his church for the redemption of the world so we're not spectators in this play we're not spectators in this epic drama we are intimately intimately involved in it and that's the, this fantastic uh, truth that St. That, that Saint Saint Luke writes about but as such, in history, the story continues. His, his, his gospel is finished, but the, the Auswirkungen, the effects uh, of, 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 of this story are still ongoing today. And each one of us is part of it. So you and I, we're, we're on the set of the Titanic. No, that's a bad one. Hold on. <laughs> we're, we're on the set of Pride and Prejudice? Uh, okay. We're on the set of this love story. We're on the set of this. We're intimately involved. We're part of it. We're part of it. And what I do and what I say and how I act and how I correspond all makes a difference. So St. Luke isn't just telling us a story, but he's recounting uh, a a reality, this this, this cosmic reality that each one of us is intimately involved in. I think if we recognize that, then we never consign these kind of writings to history. Say They were great. They were written 2,000 years ago. And there's a couple of stories of a few old lepers getting healed and a few blind people and we're delighted for them best of luck two thousand years ago what does it have to do with today i haven't a clue see it's not that's, that's just it you see it's not talking just about two thousand years ago the same story continues the same story of me being blind the same story of me being cast out the same story of me being sinful the same story of, of me maybe at the lord's side on the crossing lord May I come, may I be with you in paradise. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. This is my story. This is our story. So as we hear every gospel, as we hear every account from Scripture, let us never forget that whatever the story is, in some way we're we're involved. Either we continue that story on in history and pass it on to the next generation or we have some key role to play. And so we ask the Lord that when our time comes, that we may not forget our lines, that we may not forget what he has put us here to do, Lord, that we may be faithful to you in all things, and that we may be considered your friends, that we may join with our psalmist, your friends, O Lord, shall make known the glorious splendor of your reign.